0: I wish I got out of working in hospital and I I got into making my first business so much earlier. And I think about lean into it, lean into this feeling. And that might be uh, the passion in your heart or the fire in your belly to desire more. Lean into that.
1: Welcome to the Powerfully on Purpose podcast, a podcast for the young and inspired to come and learn from some of the most elevated entrepreneurs in their industry to hear what they've done to step into a life powerfully on purpose. I'm your host, Maggie Tilley, a former uninspired workaholic who left her nine to five at the age of 22 to step into educating and supporting ambitious business owners and leaders on how to embody their power, cultivate confidence, and elevate into a life of impact and choice. Each week, I'll be introducing you to some insane guests who will share their story of what it took for them to start living their life powerfully on purpose. Here at the Powerfully On Purpose community, we are devoted to educating and supporting you while you take the next steps towards the life you've always dreamt of. I can tell that you're committed to your growth and your vision by simply being here. So I'm not going to let you sit around any longer. Let's get into this episode, hey? Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Powerfully On Purpose podcast. Today I have a business mentor and coach renowned for her expertise in diverse fields including social media, authority branding content, mindset mastery and money-making strategies. She has a proven track record of guiding individuals who are either new entrepreneurs all the way through to six or seven figure business owners. She is a dynamic force in the world of entrepreneurship. She has amazing insight strategies and profound understanding of what it actually takes to succeed in today's business landscape. She is super valuable. And what I love most about her is her authenticity when it comes to showing up online, being a leader in the space of online business and then mentoring and allowing other people the space to do the things that really light them up as well. So I would love to welcome you to the podcast, Jenna. Thank you for being here.
0: Yay. Thanks for having me. I'm so excited for this conversation.
1: It's going to be amazing. and I, I just know it. It's going to be awesome. I would love to, before we dive into all the things that you're super, super knowledgeable on, I would love to just get a little bit of a background in... Your story, how you actually came to be a business and mentor, business mentor and coach. um, And then a little bit about your journey through business, because I know that that's not your first business. I know that you have had some experience in the past. So, what is it that we kind of need to know about, Jenna, to get some insight in who you are today?
0: Yeah, wow. What a journey, right? Like, how, like, immediately when you asked me that, I was just looking at the past four years of my life and going, oh, how can I simplify this? the the easiest right because it's been such a roller coaster and, and such a crazy ride and yeah you're right I didn't just land in business coaching and and being a mentor it really started when you know all that crazy stuff happened a few years back and I was actually just working a normal hospitality job working in a cafe as a waitress and that happened Luckily for me, I had savings. I went and traveled to Australia and I realized that there's so much more that I wanted. I wanted so much more for myself and for people around me. And I never went back. I never went back to hospitality. And I really found something that lit me up and it was business. I loved it so much. And that's when I started my very first product-based business, which was actually a crystal business. And it was phenomenal. And in fact, I only finished up that business probably less than six months ago now. And Mm. that skyrocketed the journey for me of business. I learned so much about myself, which is a testament to the type of business coach and mentor that I am today is because I've been through and done it all. You know, I've made the mistakes. I've spent tens of thousands of dollars on stock that hasn't sold. But then I've also spent tens of thousands of dollars on stock that I, that I made three times in profit. Right. So Mm. I've through, through that first product based business, I learned so much about business and it got me to where I am today. And it got me into, you know what? I went from working a nine to five hospitality job, And look at where I'm at now. And I want that for so many other people because so many people were messaging me from high school and strangers were messaging me going, I love what you're doing. It's so amazing. And I went, you know what, how many other people are out there wanting this for themselves? Mm. And I've been through the ringer. I've like I said, I've been (laughs) through like I've, I've been and done it all. And I want to show people how they can do it too. And then that's how I got into the space of business coaching and mentoring, which goes so much deeper than that as well. Like, yes, it goes into the business, but it also goes into the mindset. Because I feel like that's such a big part of business. And that's what's landed me here today. You know, I work with some really phenomenal people who are working side by side with me, who really want to be creating amazing things. And yeah, it's, it's been a journey been a journey
1: (laughs) sounds like it indeed and I I want to circle back onto the people that maybe have reached out to you in the past and said you're inspiring and maybe want it for themselves and I'm sure that there's also a huge chunk of people that are thinking that and haven't actually said anything for those people that could potentially be listening today what are maybe a few things that you could give them to maybe spark the um, belief in themselves that these things are possible for them as well
0: yeah absolutely so first things first, like for a lot of people, and, and I always speak into this, we, I really truly believe that so many people have settled for a mediocre life. And, you know, when I think back at the time when I was in hospitality, my life was actually okay. And my life wasn't horrible. Like mm. I actually enjoyed myself. I was going on, you know, holidays, maybe two to three times a year, I would have my days off where I would do really great things with my family and friends. And it took me a moment to actually step back and realize like going traveling in Australia and doing all those kinds of things. It made me realize how much more that I wanted. And so the people who are kind of potentially in that position where they're not sure if they want more or they're just in a life where they're not fully satisfied, like just know that things don't have to like shit doesn't have to hit the fan for you to finally switch things up. Mm. You know, And I think as a collective, we've gotten way, way, way too okay with settling for that mediocre life. And I think we need to start normalizing, you know, like really stepping out of the comfort zone and going, what more is there for me to explore? Because like I could have stayed in hospitality. Heck, I could have even still been in hospitality now. However, if I didn't do that next thing for myself and if I didn't actually take the time to step back and go, okay, is this actually what I want long-term? I I would have never gotten here, right? Mm. So the thing that I always say to people is no matter where you're at, if you know, even if the smallest inch of you knows that you desire more, lean into that. You know, lean into that and, and, and start to explore it in whatever way. And even though right now you might not know the how or you might not know the steps or you might not know what that looks like for you, the more that you lean into it, the better. And, you know, stuff doesn't have to get so bad. You don't have to absolutely hate your job to leave it. You don't have to, like, people think that it all needs to go wrong and shit needs to hit the fan. It actually doesn't. You know, and, and you get to pivot at any stage and that gets to be now, even if there's that smallest part of you going, hey, let's do more.
1: Mm. I love that because I, with my background and what I know that a lot of people are more driven by the pain in their life. They're more driven when things do get really bad. So <laughs> yeah, when there isn't that, you know, that urgency to create change, we, we, Generalizing here, but a lot of people can just settle for the easier route, the comfortable, the what they know, even when they know they want more. So, for someone who maybe is more driven by pain, without creating pain in their life, is there ways of looking at it from another perspective to then give them a little bit more drive?
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's just the desire to always want more for yourself. Like, even being in the personal development world myself so heavily, you're absolutely right. People connect into that pain. You know, you see, you you look on on books and on podcasts and and on profiles all the time, and people connect to the pain of people. However, I know for me, what's been a really great great part about my journey is. Right now, more than ever, I'm connected to my mission of being a better person every single day. And that doesn't have to necessarily Mm. look like connecting to my pain points and going, you know, what's going wrong in my life right now? And how can I make it better? Yeah, it can look like that. But it's also just the simplicity of actually, this is, and you know, I'm going to sound like a motivational speech here and like Tony Robbins, but like, (laughs) this is our one life. And I'm always focusing on how I can be better, always, Mm. always. And even though right now in my life, my life is great and I love it so much, I always know that there's room for improvement. I always know that I can be 1% better than who I was yesterday. That doesn't have to look like always pinpointing what I'm doing wrong or what I'm not good at. It just looks like improving on myself, putting myself in the room with the expanders, doing all of those kinds of things.
1: Mm. Uh, yeah, that's uh, it comes down to your environment a little bit as well, right? Like, um, like you're saying, put yourself into a room where there's people that are maybe a step ahead of you or 10 steps ahead of you and really stretch yourself to see what's possible. Because I know um, recently there was like I, I was moving through some stuff and I was like, I reached out to my mentor. and I was like, I'm really struggling. I'm really struggling right now. And all she had to do was pour a little bit of, bit of belief in me. And it just kept me going but it's because she's a a couple steps ahead of me. It's because I do put myself into rooms that are expanding me as well. Um, So you're right in the sense that if there isn't enough pain to push you, find someone that can kind of pull you you up, pull you to that next level, get the support that you are wanting. And really, like you said, lean into the desires that you have in life rather than kind of just be like, oh, it's not for me or like settle for the, the easiness that life maybe has right now as well
0: yeah I and I love the environment piece right because having someone in your corner that reveals your blind spots and really helps you navigate and and kind of what I like to call be your safe leap pad as you kind of navigate these new realms of your world and of your life and of your mindset and these new capabilities that you have it's truly so important because you got to think of it right like What's landed you up until this point is who you've been. And, you know, we're creatures of habit. We have the same patterns, beliefs, behaviors running in and out of our unconscious mind all the time, whether we consciously know it or we don't. And so it's so important to to be aware of that and for us, you know, being in the driver's seat of all of this, it can be hard to notice these things. And so, like you said, like you had those moments and you reached out to your coach and you had someone reveal that to you, like it just helps you navigate that. And, you know, that can be a coach and a mentor, that can be a friend, that can be a family member, it can be literally anyone, but having someone in your corner who gets you and who knows you and holds mm-hmm. you to that higher standard, you know, having yeah. someone in your corner like that is so powerful. And I know for me, that's a testament that got me to where I am today. You know, I, I, I remember I went to a networking event where I knew absolutely no one. And I was like, I was freaking out. I was like, I know no one here. Am I going to be the youngest person? I think at the time I was like 20 or 21. I was like, am I going to know anyone? And in the beginning, I felt like an imposter. I walked into this networking event and it was full of like seven to eight figure business owners, no joke. And I was like, oh, my God, who am I to be here? You know, my business is making mm. six figures at this point. And I was like, oh, God, who am I to be here? Mm. However, it, it showed me what was possible for myself. And I, I got to know, like, you know what, if they're doing it, so can I. So put yourself in the room with the expanders who are doing the things you don't think is possible for you or people who hold you to that higher standard because they reveal to you so much more about what's possible for you, you know, than what you already know. And that goes back to what I was saying before about living that mediocre life that you've been living. It's because you're just used to it. You know, I I want you to think of it. You probably hop in, in the car the same way you do, like you do it the same way every single day. You have a sequence of like maybe putting on your seatbelt first and putting the keys in the ignition and then putting the the stick into drive and then taking off the handbrake. Like, And you don't even have to think about doing that. That's all unconscious. You just go to do it. But you do it in the same way every time. And if you just drop that pattern, let's say you put the keys in the ignition first before you put your seatbelt on, you kind of have a glitch and you're like, oh, this feels different. Mm-hmm. And I feel like like this is such a beautiful analogy for life is starting to disrupt those patterns and those behaviors. And the best way that you can do that, exactly like you said, is through environment and through the people that you're around. Yeah. And, and also through the the consciousness of and the self-awareness piece of knowing where you're at and knowing where your unconscious thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, patterns are coming up and noticing what might not serve you anymore and starting to tweak those and pivot those.
1: Yeah, it's all about like little changes along the way as well. Like you you can jump dive in the deep end, but you can also you know, move through it at a pace that's not comfortable because I think then you can sometimes fall backwards, but enough that it's like not going to really daunt you to go, oh, my God, what have I just done? Like it kind of eases you in and it inspires you to keep going.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Be friends with discomfort because trust me, like this journey, when you say yes to yourself and trust me, you don't just say yes to yourself in the very first step you take. You say yes to yourself every single day when you decide to do more for yourself and it's going Mm -hmm. to be uncomfortable. So many people are living in the comfort zone and like what I like to call the comfort bubble of what they know. However, it's like, Imagine this comfort bubble and then all of the other space around that bubble. And that's like all of the space around that bubble is everything else that you have the opportunity to seize and everything else that you have the opportunity to to call in, all the possibilities, all of the opportunities. And the more you stay in that comfort bubble, the more you're just limiting yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And, And so like I always say, be friends with discomfort. And, and it's hard, right, because our brain, our body, it's built for survival. It's, it's actually not built to expend a lot of energy. It's built to expend the least amount of energy possible. And so every single day, if we're calling in higher timelines and we're being our next-level self and we're putting ourselves into those into those decisions or in those situations or those opportunities that feel a little bit uncomfortable it's going to be scary. It's going to feel unfamiliar. It's going to feel freaky, right? But be friends with that, get familiar with that, you know? And I feel like that's what really differentiates people who have fast growth versus the people who grow a little bit here and there.
1: Mm. Yeah. Makes sense. Makes sense. So, I know you've worked with like a variety of different people, different levels within their business, um, beginners right through the seven-figure business owners. Have you found though that there's a bit of a pattern to the success and the level of success that you're now talking about, like the speed of it, maybe how far they actually are able to go? Is there like a formula or an ingredient or one thing or a couple of things that you found are really pivotal in creating that success that people are wanting?
0: Yeah, so it's so funny because a lot of my business clients, majority of the work that we do is on a mindset level and on an energetic level. And like I've mentioned, I've I've worked with people who are just starting out their very first business. I also have people who are running multiple seven-figure businesses. And when it all comes down to it, mindset is the biggest piece. Mm-hmm. And Sometimes, the, like, let's say that that person who's running the seven-figure businesses versus the people who are just starting out their business, they can have the same mindset blocks, even though they're at completely different levels of business. They're just experiencing it on a whole different level. And so for me, yes, while business, you look into, you know, the seven-figure business versus the person who's just starting out, while they're at, like, complete different levels, for me, it always comes down to the mindset mm. because whether you're whether you're consciously aware of it or not, business has a way of consistently helping us to grow. No matter if you're just starting out, no matter if you're doing your first 5K month, 10K month, 20K month, whether you're doing your first seven-figure year, six-figure year, whatever, What's what's familiar and the pattern that I've noticed is there's always steps of integration and with that takes such a high level of of emotional intelligence to be able to move with that. So you mm-hmm. evolve and you grow with the business and so the business grows with you.
1: That makes sense. Makes sense. Um, it's almost like the same um, new level, and new devil or new level, same devil.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 There's always yeah. going to be something to mm. overcome or move through or learn about yourself that's going to take you to that next next level, right?
0: Absolutely. And you know, there's also a level of appreciating where you are. You know, I was actually speaking on a live about this on my Instagram the other day, around this whole concept of, you know, the steps of integration and becoming who you want to be. And so many people bypass this they bypass where they're at so they may put on certain masks or facades of someone they're not and they're actually bypassing certain steps of integration that's necessary to help them grow you know and they put on these masks and these, and they put on these facades out of fear of not being who they want to be yet however it's truly appreciating where you're at in life and in business. And even if it's not where you want to be right now, even if you're not the proudest of where you are right now, appreciate it, you know, Mm. and know that this is your journey and the level of integration that you're at right now is where you need to be to grow. And the more that we try to be someone we're not or the more that we put on this mask of who we actually aren't, we're bypassing these steps of integration. And so the first thing is appreciating where you're at. That's the mm. very first piece. And and knowing that, you know, if we got from where we are now to where we want to be just like that, there, there would be no steps of integration. We wouldn't learn all the wisdom and the knowledge along the way. So all of these steps of integration are actually the most important and pivotal part in becoming who we need to be. You know, it, it's, yeah. it's, the, it's the thing that, is that bridge between the gap, you know, and, yeah. and that fills in everything we need to know in order to get to where we want to be. Mm,
1: that makes sense. That really does make sense. Mm. It's And, it's, again, like back to the point around if we got from here to here um, without that, there'd also be almost no point because it's actually the journey of getting there that's often the best part of it. the most enjoyable or the most of the learning curves or what you actually get to like you said bring wisdom and have all of that but if we just got from a to b like that we wouldn't enjoy it we wouldn't actually appreciate being there anyway so being able to appreciate the steps along the way the journey to get there is is just a really great reminder for anyone who does have big goals or does have big ambitions and has this huge vision of where they want their life to be it's like even for myself but other people listening as well it's a really great reminder to just enjoy it along the way because one day you will get there and then you'll look back and wish you had have enjoyed it a lot more
0: yeah like I look back at who I was four years ago working in hospitality and there were so many scary points in my life and in business and I look back now and at the time I was like this is the worst thing that's ever happened to me what's going on I thought it was the biggest challenge ever however now it's a testament to what got me to where I am today. And, you know, it's that Mm. cliche saying of enjoy the journey just as much as the destination. Yeah. And it's just trusting in the process. And, you know, this is a whole other conversation around the whole masculine and feminine energetics of getting to where we want to be. You know, the masculine is doing the things required and getting to where you want to be, but the feminine is trusting and surrendering in the process. You're not trying to control how it looks or what's going to happen, but just trusting and knowing that it's all unfolding for you exactly how it's meant to. And it's not going to look perfect perfect at every step. It's not going to look exactly how you want it to look. However, it's just trusting that whatever challenges, whatever problems, whatever roadblocks, whatever bumps in the road come up, they're all perfect and they're showing you something. And it might Mm. not make sense right now, but trust me and, like, fully trust me when I say that later on when you get to where you want to be, you'll look back and go, okay, that all makes sense.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. You could even probably do that now with where you are right now. Absolutely. Looking back and going at the obstacles or things you might have faced to get you to where you are today. Like, we say we wish things were different in the moment and then we look back and we're really grateful often whether they were the worst thing that ever happened to us or, you know, something minor, we often say like we wouldn't change it. We wouldn't have had it any other way.
0: Yeah, it's just, it's showing you your level of emotional and energetic capacity that you can Mm. hold. And the more that you hold yourself, especially through those challenging moments, because how easy is it for us to be all happy chappy when things are going great? Like it's easy. Mm. It's easy to do that. And I feel like I, I I love the kind of kinds of people and I pride myself on being this human every single day, on being to being able to hold myself at that same level when things are going great, even when shit is hitting the fan. You yeah. know, that really shows me the kind of human you are is your ability to really hold yourself to that highest standard, even when you feel like everything's falling apart, even when you feel like you've got no idea of what you're doing. And, you know, this comes back to the environment piece of when you're in those moments, who's holding you up? In those moments where you feel like you're drowning and you're sinking and and you're digging in a hole, who's holding you up? And I feel like putting yourself around those people and and as you see them hold you up, you learn that yourself. And, and like, that's such a beautiful thing, to be able to hold yourself not only in those moments that feel great but also in the moments that don't feel so great because let's be real, the... The personal development journey, whether it's in life or in business, it isn't going to be unicorns, fairies and rainbows. Mm. You know, it, it's just not. And, you know, I'm I'm one to never sugarcoat things and I can call myself a bit of a devil's advocate sometimes because I'm never going to say, oh, it's all going to be perfect and it's going to look exactly how you want it to look. The, everything, the universe, your higher self, whatever you want to call it, it's all happening for you rather than to you. And like I said before, it can it can look and be whatever. And and sometimes and majority of the times, it's not how you want it to be at all. And it's perfect. Mm. Perfect.
1: Always perfect. I love how much we've touched on the mindset because it is a huge, huge part of mm. whether like of anything. I was gonna say business, but literally with anything in life, it is a huge part. Yeah. Um and a realization I had maybe like two weeks ago now, was that, yes, mindset is a huge element, but there is also a strategy piece that does come into play when it comes to building a business. And as much as you want to have a huge focus on the mindset, you've also got to have a really solid strategy to go with that. And I know that you're um, really great at social media and all of those content things with building an online business. And i just love to hear a little bit of insight from you um, on maybe what, how to go about online space and social media and when it comes to business because when I started, oh, I started working online like three, what are we, twenty twenty three, three, three and a half years ago now and um, especially when I first started there was a lot of pushback on like working online and using social media. And a lot of people I was speaking to didn't really understand. So when it comes to either starting working online or someone who's just building and starting from the ground up, what are some like pivotal things with navigating the social media realm when it comes to business or personal brand or content creating or some sort of online income?
0: Yeah. Great question. I love this. So I'm, I'm going to give some tips that are suitable for any stage throughout business, knowing that love there that. might be people who have never had an online business or people who, who have whatever. And, and some of the things that I would really focus on, you know, social media being my kind of thing. It's, it's my jam. I love it so much is I want you to think of your social media account, like your shop front, right? That's the very first thing. Think of it like that. And Let's think of an actual physical shop front for a second. Like, would you be proud of your shop front if it was messy, if it had no character, if it had no personality, if it didn't reflect who you truly were, if it didn't reflect your mission, if it didn't reflect your values? Would you love it? You know, would you love it? And I want you, like, this this analogy of of looking at your social media like a shop front I want you to think about it. When when someone walks in the door of your shop front, how are they going to feel? Are they going to feel connected? Are they going to actually... Because I know I know. for me, when I'm at, the, at my local shopping centre, I already know what shop... Like just from standing outside, I know what shops I want to go into. Mm. You know, I, I can see their vibe. I can see how they make me feel. I love the vision of it. I want you to think of that like your social media because... Here's the thing, and I'm not going to sugarcoat this. There are so many people in your industry and your social media account is your shop front that makes you stand out. Mm -hmm. And this is the thing that I speak about all the time is how you delve into the world of social media and content creation. You're either blending in with the industry or you're standing out. And so starting to be proud of your shop front, starting to actually notice what you're putting on there, You know, how you're making people feel, how you're connecting with people is the very first piece. You you can just jump on there and post anything, but where's the strategy behind it? Are you actually connecting with people? Are people getting to know you? You know, And this takes me into my second little tip here is, while yes, you have a business, while yes, you need to sell, the reality of it is, is you're always selling. Whether you're actively posting on your stories or posting a carousel or posting a reel, launching this new group program that you have or launching a particular product, whatever it might be, whether you're doing that or whether you're just posting about you, you're selling no matter what. You're either selling a product or an offer or you're selling who you are. And I feel like this is the biggest piece that a lot of people miss out on is the connection piece. So, yes, we can have that shop front and we can have the products and the offers and the services in store. But what makes people choose you? What makes Mm -hmm. people actually draw in and go, I'm going to choose her versus X, Y, and Z or Sally down the road? You know, and this is where the connection piece comes in. I always say to people, like, tell me more about you. Tell me more about your story and your journey. People... People connect with feelings. You know, they need to know, like, and trust you before they buy anything from you. And and let's think of this on a relationship level. You know, you as the service provider, as the business owner, no matter what type of business you have, you're holding the masculine frame of the relationship with your clients. Whereas your clients and your audience are holding that feminine frame. Mm -hmm. You know, in the feminine... Let's think of this for a moment in just generic umbrella view of relationships. What is the feminine need from the masculine to, to, to trust, right? They need to know, like, and trust them. They need to connect with them on a deep level. They need to feel into them. Mm-hmm. And so when people are hopping on their social media and on their Instagram and on their Facebook, TikTok, whatever it is, and they're just selling 24-7, an offer, or a product, but they're not really telling telling you a lot about them. You don't actually connect in with the person. You don't build that relationship, right? And and like this is the whole. And, and you know, I work with a lot of people at all different stages of business, like I mentioned. And this is the whole consistency piece. Let's look at that relationship and that masculine and feminine frame for a second, like. Imagine your audience and your clients and how they feel when you post once a week or when you post once and you don't post for another three weeks or when they reply to your poll and you ghost them and you never message them. You know, like you need mm. to connect with your audience and and not just when you want to sell something but at every single stage. Like I... No, like every single person who likes my reels, who likes my posts, who likes my stories, I'm messaging them going, hey, how are you today? Tell me the best bit about your day. Like I'm always connecting with them. Like mm. I don't just want to give them that connection when they're behind the paywall because I already know that building that relationship with them, connecting with them on that deep level, they're already sold before they actually buy my product or before they actually buy my offer. Because they're they're sold to who I am, because they choose me versus everyone else. Because I actually care about them. Because they know who I am. They know my journey. They know my story. And Mm. that what that's what makes me stand out. Like let's look at me for example. That what's that what's that what is? I just got really tongue. (laughs) That is what makes me stand out in the industry versus X, Y, and Z because I show who I am. Hmm right? Like I actually care about my clients and my audience before they get behind the paywall. I feel like that's what really differentiates a really great business owner versus a not so great one.
1: That makes sense too.
0: Like I feel like on the online business world, people just think, oh, I just need to post stuff. And then people buy my, buy my stuff. It's like, no, We actually need to connect with people. And when you think about it, social media has a way of allowing us to connect to so many more people on such a large scale, and that's a really beautiful thing. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's changed since I've last seen this statistic, but there's like 7 billion people a year who are using social media. And you tell me there's no one to connect to, that you're telling me there's no one to message, like there are so many people out there, you just need to put yourself out there and make yourself stand out.
1: Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. That was, um, a really great way of putting it because I know that I've spoken with people, whether they're friends or clients, who feel this resistance to connecting with people because they think there has to be a sale involved with the connection, and that just it actually defeats the whole purpose of social media because we're there to connect, we're there to communicate. And then over time we've realized that it's a really great platform to then serve and help and, you know, create a business and then also create an income as well. But the reason it was created was to connect, right? It Like it wasn't created for a business transaction. It was there for that connection. So that like, I especially remember when I was living overseas, I could connect with my family from, 16,000 kilometers away right there's that connection that you like you said you can connect with people all around the world like there's no one off limit if they're online they're connecting and they're socializing with people like if you're finding resistance with connecting with people then they're probably not people that want support or want connection or that anyway so the the resistance has actually nothing to do with you Mm. like you can still show up and want to connect and want to share and want to support people however that might look and if you get resistance it's you got to remember it's not about you it's it's never really about you as long as you're coming with the right intention pure intention and you're just there to connect and then see where it goes I think that can sometimes take a little bit of pressure off the idea of you know connecting with people that maybe you haven't connected with yet
0: yeah absolutely and like I said before You're not just selling when you're actively sending a link to someone, to your product or to your offer or to your service. You're selling all the time. Mm. Even if you are just having a casual conversation with someone, you're selling who you are. Yeah. You know, and the reality of it is, is if there's resistance with messaging people and connecting with people, you're actually missing the whole purpose of business because that's what you do. You connect with people. Mm. You know, especially here on social media. You don't just post a link to your offer your product and you expect to sell thousands of dollars worth of it. You need to actually connect with people. Yeah. And a lot of people miss that concept in social media, is the feeling of it. Like yeah, people definitely. feel into the connection with you, and that's what makes people buy. And people aren't just gonna do that just by watching your stories or liking your stories, they actually want to get to know you.
1: Mm.
0: You yeah. know, and that's something I pride myself on. I'm I'm always in conversation with the same people or new people every single day. And it's not just a generic, hey, how are you going? Like, I actually want to know the best bit about your day. I want to know how business is going for you right now. If you ask me for help, you ask me for tips and tricks on social media and business, I'll give it to you. Not just when you're behind the paywall at any stage because my mission, my purpose, it's, it's so much deeper than that. It's not just a, oh, I'll, I'll help you when you pay me. Like, no. Yeah. Like, yes, I can give you such more knowledge and wisdom behind that paywall but also my mission and my purpose is to help people build businesses and a life they love on a collective level. Mm. And it's untrue to my mission and my purpose to just shut people out until they buy something. Yeah. You know, and I think being grounded and connected connected to your mission and your purpose is one of the most phenomenal things you can do for life and business. And And making sure that you're being congruent with that at every stage.
1: Yeah, absolutely. That was really beautiful as well. Such a great reminder.
0: Mm. Such a
1: great reminder. I um also wanted to touch on the balance between striving for these big goals within business but also remembering to live. Like yeah. I know that sometimes there's this perspective that in order to create mass success you have to sacrifice a lot in the process. And there is elements that, yeah, there are sacrifices that might need to be made here and there, but sacrificing your whole life to then create something that you may not even enjoy when you get to it just doesn't really sit well with me. Like I'd like to enjoy the journey while I get there as well. And I'm just wondering how you go about it, whether it's with clients or with your strategy behind your business around balancing the personal aspects and the business aspects of life.
0: Yeah. So, I'm someone who's fully transparent and fully open and raw and real. And I love that you asked me this question because it, it helps me navigate a lot that I'm that I am navigating right now. You know, I'm three months, four months. It's, I feel like I'm in a time warp. I'm three to four months away from giving birth to my first child. And right now, more than ever, I'm navigating this balance between business and personal life. Because in the past, I've been someone who has gone all into my business and i know that putting time energy into my business i will see results however in the past and being totally real i've gone all in and then i've neglected my relationship i've neglected my own self-love i've neglected my own time for self i've neglected all of those things so for me right now i'm at the swing of the pendulum where even I'm still learning to find that balance because I see my business as my baby and as my child, and I love it so much. And I love working on my business. However, it's finding that balance of also, like you said, appreciating the journey and stopping to smell the roses. And, you know, for me, navigating this really, really hectically over the past few months knowing that once my my baby comes that I will kind of be forced into really slowing down so Mm -hmm. right now more than ever I'm practicing that it's just reminding myself you know and like it sounds really silly but actually I put reminders in my phone to to stop working and to go have lunch like actually that's sometimes how serious I take my business. I'm, I'm in this like tunnel vision of working on my business, working with my clients that I forget to eat lunch. And I'm like, okay, no, Jenna, it's it's no, this is not okay. Yeah. So it's mm-hmm. like actually putting reminders in my phone. It's scheduling things ahead of time, booking in a spa, booking in a massage. You know, I've organized to go for a walk with my friend this afternoon. Like it's appreciating the swing of the pendulum, knowing that you get to go all in on your business, you get to, you know, be, do, have it all, but you also get to enjoy life as well. And I think that owning your own business, that is such a high level of responsibility. Yeah. You know, like I, I'd work, I remember in hospitality, I'd work up to like 16 hour days, sometimes six days a week. And I remember leaving hospitality to start my own business. I was like, Time freedom, <laughs> and now I'm <laughs> time freedom, but <laughs>
1: it doesn't it? Yeah.
0: However, for me, it's navigating that, and I feel like running our own business, we get to carve out what that looks like. And in a world of hustle culture, and in a world of, you know, you've got to hustle hard, and you got to do all these things, it can be easy to get into the warp of working really hard and and neglecting yourself or neglecting mm. the things that you really love to do. And it's just putting in that time for you, you know. And for me, what that looks like is um, what I did actually last week is I wrote down a list of things that I love to do and I make sure that I do two to three things a week on that list. So there's things like beach swims, there's things like hiking, there's things like going out to a cafe and having a hot chocolate in one of their mugs. Like it's it's these random things like going on a mountain hike versus these things like having a hot chocolate in a cafe. But it's bringing the simple things into my life that, that I enjoy. And what I've actually mm. found through navigating this is I'm filling up my own cup, which allows me to put more into my business. And when you think of it on an energetic level, I'm putting love, compassion, creativity in my business rather than I need to do this. It's like, no, I, I don't need to do this. I get to do this. Mm. You know, and like I said before, it's that swing of the pendulum. It's knowing that you get to do, do it all and and have it all.
1: Yeah, that was really beautifully put and just a really great reminder to make time for you or for self. Um, Absolutely. Especially as business owners, we can get sometimes caught up in the, the end goal or the hustle and all of that so that we're a huge part of getting there and if we're not setting up our own cup, then we're just going to deplete it quicker and potentially prolong the success, right?
0: Because- yeah, and like tuning into the to the body, I've done a lot of, you know, quantum work, you know, a lot of um, Dr. Joe Dispenza's work and tune into the body and how you feel. I know for me I've been connecting more to my body now more than ever and, and noticing when it is time for you to rest, you know, because you can get up all in your head and go, I need to get this done, I need to get my to-do list done, but for me, it's like, okay, what's my body telling me right now? Like if I'm if I'm having a really hectic headache, all right, it's time to get off my computer, mm. drink some water, do some stretching, do some meditation, whatever. Like listen to your body as well. Like our body doesn't have words to communicate with us, but it does have certain sensations, feelings, pain, and that's its way of communicating with us. And yeah. You know, in the past, I've also dealt with that of feeling physical pain and and feeling certain things and sensations in my body. And I just used to, oh, yeah, pop a panadol and keep working. It's like, no, my body's actually telling me something here. What's it telling me? And so sit with that and navigate that. And, yeah, just enjoy that swing of the pendulum. And, you know, sometimes I take that time for me and I'm, I'm thinking about all of the things that I should be doing. But like I said in the beginning of the podcast, right, it's leaning into the discomfort. It's leaning into what doesn't feel so great because it's sometimes the things that we don't want to do is what we actually need to do the most. Mm. And this is a constant reminder for me when I learn to slow down. You know, when I, when I block out a day where I'm not doing any work and I'm doing things that make me feel great, you know, I'm cooking, I'm doing baked goods, I'm going for a beach swim, I'm going for a walk, I'm catching up with a friend. It's reminding myself, you know what, this resistance that I'm feeling, lean into it.
1: Mm-hmm. You know, it's
0: showing me so much more about the capacity that I can hold.
1: Yeah. That's really important. I really love that. Um, thank you for that reminder as well for myself that I get to put time aside for me so that I can fill my cup and then feel the things that I love in my life as well.
0: Really yeah, awesome.
1: I um I'd be really curious to know, and I've been wondering whether or not to continue asking this question after reflection and going, you know, if we ever to go back and change something, we wouldn't have the reality that we have right now. So I would never change anything yet. I've been asking this question, but I still want to ask Mm -hmm. it just to see your viewpoint on it. And if you could go back to a younger version of yourself with everything that you know now and just give them a piece of advice to support yourself or that version of you along on the journey, what would that piece of advice be?
0: Oh, wow. I love this question. I love those hot seat questions where like immediately you're like thinking and thinking. Thinking. I mean, the first thing that came to mind, and I know that I've already kind of spoken into it around, you know, not having to wait until shit hits the fan, but Mm -hmm. probably my best piece of advice was I wish that I did it earlier. I, I, I wish I got out of Working in hospo, and I I got into making my first business so much earlier. And Mm. I think about what, what, where I would be if none of that stuff a few years back would have happened. If I didn't lose my job in hospo, I think about oh god, I could actually still be working in hospo right now if all of that didn't happen. And so yeah, I know I've already kind of spoken about it, but the very first thing that popped up in my mind was lean into it, lean into this feeling. And that might be uh, the passion in your heart or the fire in your belly to to desire more. Lean into that. Yeah. And and if you're listening to this podcast, you're doing the right thing, right? It's putting yourself in expensive conversations that's doing all of those things. So still like continue doing that and lean in, even if it doesn't feel Mm -hmm. clear to you right now. Just lean in. I, I wish I did everything that I did so much earlier on. And I know that it's all perfect. And like you said, I wouldn't change it for the world. I know that yeah. it's perfect.
1: Yeah. I love that. It's a great reminder for us all. I'm sure that, you know, there'll still be times in our life where we'll have the, uh, the option to maybe do something or not do it. And one day we may have wished we'd done it sooner as well. So it's a really great reminder to just remember that when we're making decisions. Is this just something that we really want to do right now? And if it is, lean into it and give yeah. it a crack because what's, what's the best that could happen from the outcome of choosing that, right?
0: Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, I love that. Well, thank you so much. This conversation has been
1: really incredible and I just love your knowledge on the mindset, the strategy all of it, a little bit about your story and where you actually started has been really great to understand as well. So I just want to say a huge thank you again for jumping on and sharing all your wisdom and just being a part of what what we are creating here on the podcast as well. So it's been really amazing.
0: Yay. Thank you so much for having me. It was really awesome.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in today. If you love this episode as much as we loved creating it, We'd love your support in helping us grow the show. The more you talk about this podcast, the more people who know we exist and the more impact we'll be able to create, right? So if you could hit that follow button and share today's episode with a friend or on your socials so we can work together to help support each other to really step into that powerfully on-purpose life that we all desire. Thank you again. Have an epic week and keep being you.